So Rebecca Sean made the case that um, the, the backwaters, the ivory towers, they are it's trickling down into the local church the way Milan fashion into the gap. Um, I want to ask kind of twofold again, do you agree with that statement? Is, it, is that a thing that happens? Um, and do you agree that it's happening specifically in the areas of uh, the things that he seems to be most concerned about in areas of gender identities, um, uh, same-sex marriage, things like that? Um, yes, I, I do think it's happening. But I think it is happening while we are failing to do what we should have already been doing. Let me explain a little bit what I mean there, because that was the least yeah, clear I'd answer in the history of answers. That out. So when I um, think about the Black Lives Matter movement, for example, uh, that slogan and that, and that very specific organization is, is mixing together all sorts of things. Uh, and you know, one, one of the claims of that organization is that um, if, you, if you want to affirm the Black Lives Matter, you must also affirm same-sex marriage and transgender identities. This is all grouped up together. And, and you'll see that coming from a number of different uh, sort of academic angles. What breaks my heart is that that should have been our call. Mm. We should have been the people saying that black lives matter. And what I fear in majority white churches today is that you know, we, we hear people talking about racial justice and we think, oh, that, that's what liberal progressive folks say. And I'm thinking, yeah. And, and, and then a, that's a tragedy, actually. We should have been shouting that the loudest. And instead, it's, it, it's our sin, and I'm sorry to go back to, well, I'm not sorry to go back to this because I, I think it's true. It, it's actually the history of, of the church's sin that has got us here in the first place. So she says a lot here. So I'm just going to jump in. So there is the idea that, you know, wokeism as an idea is infiltrating, you know, the minds of Christians um, and maybe even polluting um, the minds of Christians if they embrace the negative aspects of what it means to be woke, you know, when it come, pertains to things like Black Lives Matter, right? Like she, like she said, um, a person cannot agree with BLM or Black Lives Matter as a movement unless you agree with all of these things. However, not everybody agrees with all those things when they say Black Lives Matter. Now, what he's, you know, what, what, what Sean DeMars is saying is like, yeah, there's, you know, these ideas matter and they're, he mentioned this in his opening. These ideas matter and they're kind of, you know, coming down from, you know, the, the thinkers into the culture and we got to be careful. Now, her response was brilliant, by the way. It was a really good response. And it was, are Christians concerned about something? Are we concerned about a slippery slope when we actually were the ones who created the slope. You understand what I'm saying? Like we are concerned with how the idea of wokeism is affecting the minds of the people that we are discipling and we're in relationship with. 
But the problem is not that the ideas is not just that the ideas are affecting them or yeah, or not is not just the ideas that are affecting them. The problem is, is where the ideas have come from. And then the problem with that is, is that it's the church's fault that those ideas have these conclusions because the church has not engaged this idea properly. The church should have been the one who stepped out in front and defined why black lives matter. Much like in the same way the church has, you know, stepped in with abortion and different things of that sort. But because the church was absent in this conversation, there were others who stepped in or other ideas that were adopted and embraced. And now the church wants to point at those issues without realizing that you're in some part complicit to why those issues are taking root because you did not respond the way you should have responded. And, and this is all about, this is all about the church taking responsibility. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is all about the church saying, listen, we've made some mistakes, right? And we cannot start talking true until we address where we went wrong. It's one thing to say, hey, that's horrible. That's bad. You know, those ideas are, and then for them to, for, for that, them to then turn around and say, well, what are you doing about it? Or where are you in this argument? Or in fact, you're part of the reason why we got here. And I think that that's what she's getting at is, yes, these ideas are, are, are happening. Yes, these ideas are infecting and influencing people within the church and maybe even in some harmful ways. Yes, they are. However, that's because of the absence of the church in this conversation. And that's the real problem. The church is not willing to engage this issue it's more interested in weaponizing or, um, or kind of making this, uh, these ideas dangerous or evil or demonizing uh, these things than it actually is in, in, in engaging them, right? Um, I remember when, uh, when, you know, a lot of these uh, marches or, pro- uh, yeah, marches were happening um, surrounding, you know, you know, the death of young black males in certain communities. And there was a lot of individuals gathering in places in cities. And, um, and uh, the hashtag Black Lives Matter was, you know, related to that. And I remember having conversations with people and pastors and different things of that sort who were skeptical about going out and, and um, marching in solidarity with, with individuals who believe that life matters whether you're black or any other, you know, ethnicity, they were concerned with whether or not by marching, they were going to be associated with black lives matter. Now to me, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If I'm marching because I believe that black lives do matter, but I don't agree with the ideas of BLM as an organization who wasn't even you know, at the forefront of this, then why am I questioning whether or not it would be right for me to march in solidarity? There's such a fear of being united with something that we think is opposite of what the the gospel teaches or something that we think is dangerous um, that we will forego 
any type of conversations or interaction with communities that need the church's interaction because we're afraid of the way it might look. And, uh, and I think it's the same thing with this here. It's the same thing with this idea of wokeism. And I think she's very eloquently pointing out that, you know, again, the, the issue is not, you know, that these ideas are trickling down. The issue is, is the reason why these ideas are trickling down is because we've let society define certain categories that the church has, has, uh, that the church should have defined. And we've actually abdicated, you know, a lot of these things to other movements. You know, when you hear justice, you think liberal. When you hear, when you should, when you hear justice, you should think spiritual, biblical. Instead, we hear that as something that the left does. That's because these things have been politicized and taken out of the, the spiritual realm. And now they're being defined by culture and society because of the church's lack of engagement. So I think this is a, a, a really, really, really good point. 